Women Bridging the Gap is a freewheeling conversation podcast co-hosted by myself, Lenya Wilson, a black woman, and Alexandra Tatalia, a white woman. Happy New Year, Lenya. Happy New Year, Alex. What did you do New Year's Eve? <laughs> I watched movies, <laughs> drank champagne, ate some cheese. Did you make it to midnight? No, I did not make it to midnight. But one of the things I loved about this New Year's was there wasn't a there wasn't an expectation that I had to. Yeah, I always sort of feel like New Year's Eve is for amateurs. Like when I was a big partier, I was like New Year's Eve is amateur night anyway, so I don't worry. But we did make it to midnight, and at twelve fifteen, we we had an, a couple that isolated. That's part of our pod over, and I did. I was like, "Get out of the house! It's done." <laughs> Three and a half hours, four hours together. I'm finished. You got to leave. But <laughs> I did make it to midnight. But it was like hard to toast, like toasting to isolating more tomorrow. Yeah. But you could toast to like the vaccinations to a better, I don't know. I don't think 2021 is going to be that much better, but you know, like. Yeah, like for me, until I can buy an airplane ticket to travel, I think I'm going to be tentative. I'm getting excited. And since I don't like crowds, it, I don't know if I'm going to be traveling right away anyway. And I'm always excited for a new year, but yeah. Yeah. But that's what it is. So our podcast today is about New Year's resolutions. Do you do them? We're going to own our our last year's goals. We'll talk about them, and then we're gonna we're gonna put out in public what our New Year's resolutions are for this year. <laughs> Mine are so different from last year to this year. I was so they specific are. last year, so specific, and everything was so fitness orientated. And this year is more about you know. And more existential. I don't know. It's just. All right. Well, so what were your goals last year? Well, I'm going to open up this questionnaire that I took for my coach. Okay. To give you my goals. Because um, they were so specific. I, I made some of them like my weight goals. So I like got down to like 120 pounds, which is what I wanted to do. Now I'm trying to get down even lower. And okay, English language default, you know, like I'm terrible with technology lately, which really bothers me because I used to be so good with technology. What happened to me? You're old. No, I don't know. It's so weird. Like now, I don't know if it's the new reporting system with our thing, but it was very specific. Like I wanted to have a 230 pound squat, but with depth that would not be called on any competition. You know what I mean? I wanted a body weight bench, which I got. So I didn't get the 230 squat, but I got the body weight bench and I wanted a 300 pound deadlift. I also had like some goals, not that didn't write them down, but things that in my head that I wanted to continue to journal more because last year, the middle of last year, I started journaling and pulling tarot card every day and journaling about it. And I got halfway through the pandemic and was like, oh my God, I can't even do this anymore. But I did uh, journal for, if you count last year to this year, it was a whole year. And, you know, now I couldn't be bothered to do that, but I do pull still a tarot card every now and again, and I became obsessed with crystals. So, you know, I did, like, I, I did want to focus 
more on my health. Like that was the big overarching goal of last year. You know, obviously you fitness- were eating on a schedule. Yeah, and I still do. That I have definitely hit all those goals. But it was just, I don't know. Like I said, like my mental fitness for all the things that I wanted to do my was not there. I noticed like, you know, and I'm not to compare myself because one of the things that I all for 2021 is I'm going to not compare myself to other people all the time. But I do notice that a lot of my powerlifting friends, they continued to maintain that schedule of working out, even though they knew they had nothing to compete for. Whereas for me, it kind of just died because I felt like, what am I doing? Why am I killing myself like this? And I can't blame that I'm old because one of my, you know, friends that that's the same age as me in the same category is still lifting, you know, in that kind of a schedule. And she's a paramedic. So like, you know, I don't know. I need to maybe think about how last year, one of my goals should have been mental toughness. <laughs> Because that is where what I feel let me down, not reaching true. those goals. But measuring yourself sometimes, like at least in my life, I have found when I'm, I get so much more accomplished when I'm really busy. But I find that I, I get more accomplished when I'm super busy. And so with the pandemic shutting you down, you have more time. And what I find when I have a free day, I was like, oh, I'll do it in an hour. I'll do it in yep. an hour. And then the, then the day goes by and I get nothing done. Like so. I always sort of have to find that perfect alchemy of being just busy enough that I do have a creative or open mind, but I have to move forward on stuff. And the pandemic probably like shut you down compared to the paramedic. There was still a release, like working out was a release for that person. Yeah. Well, you know, part of my new goals, which we'll talk about later, is about consistency and you know, one of the things that I, I started doing because my sleep was so bad, like yours, was I took a the master class on sleep. Right, and you learned a lot, and you I learned a lot about chronotypes, and then I learned about this guy who did a book called The Power of When I Should Be Doing Things, and then I start I started adjusting my schedule. It's been a week now. I adjusted my schedule to work around when I'm actually more, you know, have more energy to do these different things. And it's amazing how much has already changed. I still haven't managed to figure out a time for working out, but I did notice that he's right. If I don't work out by like noonish, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do, I'm going to do the laziest workout ever, which is what is happening. If I go to six o'clock, I'm just going to do this like 20 minute thing in front of CNN and not really get the benefits. So, you know, I'm just kind of adjusting my schedule a little bit. And I think, you know, this year I'll fine tune it. And then I'll, I I know I'll feel a little bit better because I'm already feeling better. You know, going for the walk when I first wake up instead of waiting till noon was a big adjustment because then it means that it gets done every day and I feel better. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I have all this time. Why not? Like, I just have to learn how to manage my time. Yeah, I'm not, I'm headed into spring. I have no time in the spring. So I am actually trying to figure out how I'm going to juggle everything, which is- You would benefit from the power of when. I, you know what? I did the chronotype quiz. Uh-huh. And 
And what are you, a dolphin? You're an insomnia? I'm not. I'm not a dolphin. I'm a wolf. Oh, that's even because I'm a night owl. Like I'm, yeah. I would be a night owl. I have insomnia, but I when you when I did the quiz, I if the insomnia aside, I mean, I'm I'm a wolf. I mean, left to my. The problem is that the chronotype doesn't take into account is your partner and what conditioning you have. But sort of so the concept when we talk about sleep, I was like, well my natural thing is I'm up till 2 a.m. and I would get up around 9 30 to 10 in my own world that actually works fairly well for me even as a professor I teach I tend to teach night classes so it all sort of works but I have a partner who gets up naturally at 5 30 and so he wants to eat dinner at you know 7 30 and I want to eat dinner at nine and so the problem, what always ends up happening, this is on me. Like if I eat dinner at a normal time, right? Seven, seven thirty. Then the thing is like, I'm trying to then spend the next six hours doing nothing. And so I have to either go learn how to go back to work or back to, or work out after dinner. Like I have to figure that out because that's mm-hmm. always been the problem for me with being with Eric. Like it, it like we're just up in it. And I have to say our opposite wake up times when we were in a tiny apartment in San Francisco, it worked really well because we lived in two rooms. And the idea is like he would have mornings alone while I was sleeping in and I would have nights alone time. And that was great. Like for us with the house now, we don't have that issue, but I'm still not making the most of my days yeah. And I need to work. There's a lot of stuff. I, I have a lot to do. Like, I feel like I'm very out of sync. And, and the pandemic has put me in a little bit of better sync because I'm very self-aware of things. But I have work to do. I'm actually, I'm sort of seeing this last vestige of the pandemic as that chance for me to fix some key things. So when the world opens up and you have pressures of going out, meeting friends, like how I'm going to work all that back into my life. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm a little bit. Let's talk about your goals from last year. All right. I'm a little embarrassed. This is putting me in a very vulnerable state. I'm just letting everybody know, but I'm going to do it. So I have goals. And then I did do, you know, I do follow to be magnetic. Like I do sort of follow like a manifestation kind of system. And so I had a manifestation list and I had goals. So I'm going to talk about both. My theme of last year, which you're going to laugh because it's what you mentioned was consistency. And, and the concept, right, of consistency is like, if you say workout every day, even if it's a 10 minute workout, just do 10 minutes. So I confronted the shadow of that all year because what ended up doing is I was somewhat consistent, but I didn't do anything mindfully. Mm -hmm. So the problem is that sure, like it was sort of like you saying where you worked out in front of CNN and it was like the laziest workout ever. You were consistent, but was it meaningful? Like we did it. And I'm finding that I'm getting stuff done, but nothing is meaningful anymore, that I'm just crossing off the task and I've become too task-oriented. So yep. it was interesting. So I was more consistent than usual. This is crazy. Um, please don't think I'm crazy, everybody. I wrote, what would it look like if 2020 went perfectly? Like, what would you have be or do? So if 2020 went perfectly, that's fun. 
more consistency in my life, a more refined emotional range. Like, what the hell did I mean by that? I don't know. know. What is that? I'm thinking. Um, I think it's probably being a little less fiery. Like I, my, I get very, I get very, I can get angry really fast. And then I get loving really fast and sort of having more control, a richer and more abundant life, which I think might've happened. And then I said, I'm not going to define that because I'm open to whatever happens. Like, so that's that's interesting. So then what am I going to start doing this year? Being slower and steady. I'll never move slow, but I want to trust steady. I was like, I don't know if I, I'm not, I didn't move any slower. We jumped into this podcast. I'm not, I don't know, steady. We'll see. Um, Letting go of being age focused. You haven't done that. I have not done that. And I'm going to, that is going to be something I continue with. I'm too age focused. And then letting go of my emotional relationship to food. No, I have not let go. That needs work. No, like the last four months have been horrible. Like my late night, I have no emotional relationship to food during the day. I forget to eat. Like I'm not, you know, but at night, like 10 o'clock, it's the insomnia hours. Like, oh, it's dangerous. So, so that, and then my goal, my specific goals were a movement goal as yet undefined, which, <laughs> which if you don't define your goal, then trust me, it ain't going to happen. It's going to happen, yes. So then I had a stronger sense of life after Los Angeles and a step towards it, which I actually think has become, like, started to happen. Eric and I have talked about, is there a way that we can leave LA and keep our LA jobs and commute, do some Zoom, and we're we're actually um, doing a month in San Francisco in March to see if that's something, if we want to move back there, and then sort of really thinking, do we want to live abroad at some point, and being honest with ourselves about, we have, right now we have three pets, like, we're not moving anywhere with three pets, like, abroad, so, like, how does that all really work, but it's, we're starting to realize, like, we are less urban, the pandemic has been interesting, right, because I've learned, well, I can actually survive without a lot of urban stuff like I can go we can go live in 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 a rural area and be creative and and live with less but there's also a part of me that was like I want to get rid of the car I want to live in a really urban area and just get rid of all my stuff so I'm still like in that world but we're taking steps toward it and then finish a book of finish my book of essays I have seven of ten essays almost done so I'm closer, but I didn't get as far as I wanted. And then on my manifestation list, I wanted a new friend and a woman, 40 to 70, who pushes and inspires, which I didn't need a new friend, but you and I have deepened our friendship and you yeah. and me. So I think I, I think I hit that mark. I said I wanted to be on a podcast. I started a podcast. Yeah. And I was on David Francis' interview. So I'll count that, but I still want to be on another podcast. And then I wanted I wanted to trade an art class or tutor for like some writing. Like I wanted to enter a barter situation so I could work with an artist. That has not happened yet. So 
but those were things that I wanted. So those were my goals for last year. I didn't do that well. (laughs) Yeah. You did well compared to me. Well, yours were so specific and they were so specific that the pandemic sort of. Yeah. But again, like if I was mentally tough, we would be having a different conversation. So that brings us to your goals for is being mentally tough one of your goals for next year? No, but you know what? I want to become true to myself. I want to explore whether this need to compete, where did that come from? And whether I still have it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I still want to work out all the time. Like it's been five years. I don't know if I could ever just not do it. Do you know what I mean? Well, the thing is for me, this is interesting because this brings up something that I want to work on this year when it comes to physical health, which I think people should think about this when they're crafting their goals. You know, when I did that Tough Mudder in 2013, I was in amazing shape. I was so happy. I was happy in my body. And I felt what I loved about how I felt back then was I felt very powerful. And I felt that I could feel all my joints, like through my fingers. I didn't mind the pain. The problem, what, what's happened now is that I'm always measuring myself against that Alexandra. Yeah. So what in thinking about what my goals are for 2021, I don't want to just say do another tough mutter. One, I don't know if they'll, I'm going to do another tough mutter because of the pandemic. Like, I don't know where we're going to be this year that I would do that, yeah. but the other thing, it's like, that's constantly measuring, right? So then I go to the gym and I'm like, well, why can't I do the sprints that I used to be able to do? So I want to find a new goal. And in the pandemic, it's hard because, you know, I've always wanted to learn Krav Maga. I'm like, you know, so it's like been a part of me. It was like, well, I want to do, that can be like the new thing that gets me into shape in a different way. I'm like, well, that isn't, that's not real right now. So trying to figure out something that's not measuring backwards and that's looking forwards is part of the issue for a fitness goal for myself. Like, I'm not sure it's as yet unformed, but we know that doesn't work. (laughs) What do you think you're going to do for your, like, you know, I found a little program that I'm going to start doing today. And I'm just going to, I mean, I, I know that my powerlifting coach doesn't listen to the podcast, so it's okay. But I'm not sure where, because I mean, I'm not going to compete next year. So I, and I don't, and I, and every month that goes by, I feel less inclined to even care. So, you know, like I'm 50, I'm 53. What do I don't need to be the best. I just need to be healthy. So I need to define that for myself. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't need- well, I mean, the, the thing is also understanding, like, you might not need to be the best, but did you enjoy that competition in Arizona? Like, did you just enjoy that community? Did you enjoy? So I, it was two very different experiences competing last year. It was going to a competition where I knew I was going to smoke the competition, right? My only other competition was something. No, it's who- like, I was like, you're going to smoke weed at the competition? How cool is that? All right, sorry, sorry. Blow her out of the water, you know? And then going to um, Chicago, knowing that I was going to be either amongst the last place or last place. And I ended up being last place because I wasn't anywhere near those other women, but I qualified. So I went for that experience. And that experience, I think, 
was what made me want to go further. But again, I just don't know if I have that fire anymore. But like, I'll let me go over my goals for next year. Then they're not as specific as for this year, rather as specific as last year. But I did write them down instead of like putting them in a, it was weird. My other ones were kind of like in a journal that, and they weren't very, they were very airy, the goals, but my fitness goals were very specific. So for 2021, I just want to be more consistent because 2020, I was inconsistently consistent. All right, fair. I would, yeah. you know what I mean? It was, you know, I would go for months where I was like, so on it. And then I would go off for like three weeks and then I would go back on it. And then I'd be off for like three weeks. And you know what I mean? Like, I just want to, I just want to have like a level that I can maintain all the time. And that's with my training, my eating and with saving money because I was very inconsistent with that. I was so good at the beginning of the year. And then I spent it all on my rebrand and then with the podcast and I haven't been able to like get back. Yep. So I want to like get into to a consistent saving mode. And like, I want to spend more time doing what I want instead of worrying about like- You're freaking out? Not, you know, like I worry a lot about what Shane wants. And it's not that I, I don't love him any less or anything like that, but I really just want to focus on me. You know what I mean? Like focus on what I want to do. And I want it to be that I'm not being selfish. I just- want to be happy with me doing what I want to want. And I don't want to feel like I'm constantly making concessions, which is what I feel like most of the time lately, you know, in the last, I don't know how many years. So in that, I want to make sure that I find something that I find joyful every day. So I want to have at least that one moment every single day where I go, oh my God, that was so fabulous. That was so beautiful. I want to, you know, like I want to look at the sky and see the sunset and go, oh my goodness, that was amazing. Or like this morning, wake up and see the moon and go, oh my goodness, it was so beautiful that I had to take a picture. You know, like just find those moments every single day. These are some, this is a like a, I guess a very specific goal. I want to learn conversational French. I want to come- Wow, that's a great goal. Yeah, I want to become more confident because I can speak it a little bit. I'm just not, very, I'm not confident in my knowledge of vocabulary and things. So, you know, I, I, it's amazing. Like I know how to conjugate verbs and all of this, but still just, I want to get the confidence to be able to talk conversationally so that if I do decide that I'm going to move over to Europe and we go to a French speaking country that I can actually work. Absolutely. I want to address a food thing of mine. I have a binging problem. I have a bad junk food binging problem. We had like these, and I'm embarrassed to admit this. So I'm being very vulnerable. Okay. So we had a box of like snacks that we left for our UPS drivers and our Amazon drivers and stuff for the month of December, thanking them a box of snacks and water and, and with a note saying, please take whatever you need. And it was there every day to thank them for all the support they've given oh, us all year. Good idea. So there were chips and one of my big problem is potato chips. And so one day after like Christmas, but between Christmas and New Year, we brought the boxes inside. So up until that point, I didn't even think about this, but one day, I don't know what it was. I was watching TV. I think it was like, you know, I guess I'm watching the news too much. Oh, maybe that's not it either. I just need to stop being so sensitive about what I'm looking at. But I think this whole thing with the 
with the president still challenging the election on a constant basis and it not being seen for what it is, is really disturbing to me. And all of the tactics with the the checks and the, I just got like into this moment where I took all of the potato chips that were left and I ate maybe six of these mini bags. And in the more, and, and, and at the time I didn't think about it. I just didn't eat dinner. That was why I'll just want to eat dinner and that'll be fine. It's really not right. And then the next morning I opened the the garbage to throw something away and see those six bags of potato oh, chips hard. and realize I, I got a problem. Yeah. Cause this you is eat not your right. Feelings. You ate your feelings. Yeah. Cause this isn't right. And then I realized I do this often, like Shane will buy these bags of chips that I love. And I'm and like, while Shane can have the bag last, like a family size bag last all month, I have to eat the bag in the whole day. Like oh. that is a meal for me. No, I mean, that's, just, that's, well, actually, maybe we should be accountability partners when it comes to this, because I don't eat junk food, but I eat, I still binge, right? So Eric likes to keep almonds in the house because he can have a handful. He's hidden them from me at night. He goes to sleep earlier than I do. So again, it's the witching hour between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m., where I am in the dark climbing, looking through the cabinets about where he's hit the almonds. And I will eat two cups of almonds like in a sitting because I have to, they have to go. If he buys cereal, even like healthy cereal, I will eat the entire box at night. And he's like, where did it go? And I'm like, you have to hide it. Like if you want it in the house, because I would never have it in the house. Like that's how I would solve the problem is I just don't have it in the house. And I feel bad because why should he not, why, you know, we've joked about having to get a locker for him with a combination on it because I'm fine when I, when there's, when I just don't have it in the house, I wouldn't even think about it, but I really can't have it in the house. And then it's, and it's little things. He's like, could we have ice cream? I was like, you can put vanilla ice cream in there and I wouldn't have it. If you put mint chip ice cream in there, it'll be gone. Yeah. And it is an emotional, I eat my feelings. I, I do. And I want to get control. I want to make peace with that part of me. That's yes. sort of how I see it. Like I want to make peace with that part of me because I shouldn't, I don't want to have that relationship to food. I, I just don't. Same. Um, I mean, I've yeah. gotten a it's lot It's a good better. goal to have. It is a good goal to have. Yeah, I have gotten a lot better, I have to admit, though, because there was a time that if I knew Shane had it in his drawer, because we have different snacks areas. So if it's not in my snack area now, I won't eat it. But if it's in his snack area and he has it and I know, I still won't go into his snack area and eat it, which is a big plus, because there was a time I would just go and I would Yeah, that's true. So I'm getting better, but it's still like I should not. It shouldn't. I mean, I'm not hungry. I eat enough that I'm not hungry. So I need to figure this out. I need more salt though. Is your body craving more salt? Like you need better electrolytes in your... So I started having a... I started putting this thing in my water to help with that because I was cramping. So, you know, I am working on that. I don't know. I just... Potato chips are my kryptonite. I get it. And when I'm bulking or like I'm on a reverse and I can eat them, then it's fine. But right now I'm not in that site in that cycle of my dieting. And so 
you know, I need to be better. I need to like, I just need to have better control. And it's not something that happens all the time, but it, when it happens, it makes me feel disgusted with myself. Like, why can't I have this self-control over this? I have so much self-control over so many other things in my life. You know, like I have gotten a hand on my like stupid clothes spending. There was times if I had money, I would buy, you know, that $3,000 whatever it is. And I don't need it. Right. And like the other day was a perfect example. We went walking down Ventura Boulevard, which by the way, I will not do anymore because it felt like I was dodging a bullet. Every time you see somebody walking by with no mask. Anyway, that's annoying. I mean, they're mask people. I know it was like, we were doing a six mile loop, right? This is what we were doing together. Um, yesterday, new year's day. Anyway, we walked into my favorite store, which is the paper source. And there was a mug in there that I want. It is so gorgeous. And I was like, I don't need it. I have like mugs. I don't need more mugs. I don't want to even, you know, even though I probably would use it a lot, I still don't need it. So I didn't buy it. Now I could have, I had the money, but I didn't. Do you know, understand that's a big thing for me to have walked out the store and not buy it. No, I, no, I mean, I understand that. My mother had that. My mother had that compulsion. Yeah, so, so I, I am getting better, but every year it's like, I have to work on the next thing. Yeah. <laughs> and this time it's my food. Well, I like that. That's a good goal. What other goals do you have? So I want to make sure that I walk my dogs every day outside. And okay. not just let them go out in the yard. Uh, at least the the girl dog while she's still young because the excess energy is driving me nuts. So that's a goal. Like I really want to write that down instead of just being like, I got to walk her every day. Buttercup will be happy. Buttercup will be happier and she'll probably annoy all of us less, including Peanut, who's older, you know? He's three, she's an only one. So I want to make sure I walk her. He doesn't even like walking, but never mind that. And the last one is I want to fix my finances so that I'm not living paycheck to paycheck because there's no reason for that. I don't even understand that. I, I honestly, I'm inserting a budget thing into my daily planner just so that I can figure out what is going on because I don't even understand where my money goes. Of yeah. course, I then show up with like stickers and I have to stop walking past Joanne's. And <laughs> you know, like well, it's true. That's funny that you say that because I just, the thing that I did on New Year's Eve is I actually looked in the, I call it the dark door, but I looked at all my like little monthly subscriptions, annuals. Like I really yeah. looked in like what is getting yanked out of my account. And it's funny. I was like, oh, I, I'm still giving money and I'm glad I do this, but there's money. Um, I give money every month to the ACLU and I give money every month to the Southern Poverty Law Center. And then I give the money every month to Jacaranda. But like, I had forgotten all that. But it's sort of that idea is like, I gotta know where my money is going. Yeah. I and mean, even if it's going to good things and not, but it was like canceling. Like I realized I still have a Flickr subscription. I was like, get, get to the <laughs> Flickr. Like, what are you doing? You know, but so I, yes. Like understanding yeah. where your money goes is, key i'm gonna i'm gonna make this a goal now that we've spoken it's like i am not going to press buy for 20 at least 24 hours i'm not much of a shopper mm -hmm. but the pandemic has definitely influenced i've become a shopper because instead of emotionally eating sometimes late at night i'm all like it's on instagram i'll do some sort of purchase thing 
or I'll feel like I need something. And then I actually, even with books, since I read more than 60 books this year, but I have to say I probably bought 40 of them rather than wow. take them out of the library. So the so for me, I am going to have a 24-hour cooling off period. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like not I don't need, there's nothing I need. You know, I'm not talking about the dog food that I'm gonna buy. I'm just talking yeah. about for like buying anything like, oh, I need pens. Like, do you need pens? Really? Yeah. Like anything, wait 24 hours and and then assess, like assess and get the emotion out of it. Right? And then and then obviously try to buy a less off Amazon, like go to bookshop, bookshop.org, but also then go to the library. Like, and I have been really good with that the last month about getting on the wait because I'm so impatient. So the idea is I want to read this book now. And then they tell me it's a two month hold. And I'm like, well, then I'll just freaking buy it. And then I'll have this thing where I was like, it's only $7.99. And I'm like, but if you do that 20 times, that's not nothing. And that you just made Jeff Bezos a trillionaire again. Yeah, exactly. So I want to be less impulsive. That's like an overall. Yeah. Goal. But I like your the, the getting the finances. For me, part of it is the partnership. Like Eric and I just had this conversation about money yesterday. And we're not married. One of the reasons we're not married is I we tried being married. And it didn't work. And part of the reason that I can't make it work is that I don't have a good trust muscle when it comes to finances. And it's just easier for us. I was like, okay, if you bankrupt yourself, I'm still okay. And I guess vice versa. But, and then I'm not nagging him all the time about things, but we have agreements on what each of us should be saving. So it was just that check-in, are you still saving 10% of your income? You know, what am I doing? But I basically have managed my life where I take all the money out first out of all my paychecks and then I can spend down to zero every month. So I don't think about budget. I don't have to budget things because if I'm out of money at the end of the month, then I'm eating francs and beans. Like it doesn't matter. But I, but all the money comes off the top first because I'm not good at budget. If I'm not, I constrain against rules. Like my natural... I know myself well enough that I can't live within constraints of rules without getting very depressed. So it's a way to sort of create freedom for myself. Well, this is the first time I'm going to do something like this. I've never, ever. All right, we'll see how it goes. So we'll see how it goes. I mean, if I can't, I might, I mean, like I kind of do the same where it's like, okay, I know that I've got to pay this bill at this month. And so Shane and I have a completely different way of, and we're married, but we have a completely different way of doing this. Like I pay some things, he pays some things. He pays all the big things. I pay the little things. Right. Yeah. Well, we split everything evenly. Like we both pay equal half the mortgage, but he does, but we've divided it up, but kind of equal. Like he takes care of the the car insurance. I pay the person who comes to to work in the garden, but then I also pay all the electricity, all the internet, like I pay all that stuff. So we just sort of split it and it's probably even. Uh, Well, ours are even to our income. Right. And that's how it should be. I mean, Eric makes more than me right now, but his life is less stable than mine because he's Hollywood. So that's how we things um well it works so far but like yeah it's just been like like this weird thing is that we both decided we were upgrading our phones and and you put that on the phone bill and now our phone bill like has jumped a hundred dollars which is fine 
because yeah. Shane needed a new phone. It's so funny because the day before we ordered his phone, the his the phone that he had basically just died. Like, and I get an email saying my phone died. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, so that's we, the thing with electronics now. It's like they go obsolete. So you do if you depend on them. I just bought a new computer in December because mine wasn't it was starting to do a lot of weird things. And I'm like, I cannot live without a laptop. I, yeah. I just, you know, I can't go a week without one. Yeah. And so I timed it. And then what's really been fantastic is that I took everything off the dying computer except my writing. And I'm writing more because it's not confusing me with work. Like I've become a big proponent of not having everything all in one place anymore. Yeah. Like I actually took email off my phone in 2020. And so I have no email on my phone. And I I like, I mean, it's like my phone is texting and for phone. And then there's a couple of apps I have on there. And then I have like a work, a laptop where I do all my work. And then I have a laptop until it dies. It has some writing on it. And, and then I have a Kindle for reading. Like it's all, I was doing all of, the things on one thing and I think my anxiety and focus was my focus was bad and the thing that I've always like one of my superpowers in life had been focus mm. and so I'm missing the fact that I don't have it. it's too fractured so I'm working on getting that back although that isn't my goal for the year what are your goals for 2021 so I, I to <laughs> it's the same uh, same with last year. I am going to finish, I am going to finish the book about safe. Like I am going to finish it. I'm going to try to get an agent for them. And then, but with the thing that's really exciting about it is usually I publish once one thing once a year, like I'm very slow. And what's kind of nice is taking the two year break. Now I have, I'll have like seven to 10 things like to put out on the submission wheel. And that should be exciting and not devastating. So fingers crossed for that. I want to figure out my sleep. Like my, I'm going to fix, I'm dedicated to doing what's necessary to fix my sleep, which means if it means getting rid of screens in the bedroom, which I cannot, I need to listen to something to fall asleep. So I have to figure that out, but I'm dedicated to making very painful changes in order to make that work. And that will then come with an evening a better evening ritual and a better morning ritual. That's called sleep hygiene. Yes. So I'm going to have sleep hygiene. I'm dedicated to that. I am with Eric. I were part of my new year's goal is we're going to work on being even better teammates. Like we're really good teammates generally, but we don't, we have lost having hobbies together because I don't enjoy cooking as much anymore. So he does all the cooking. We used to do that stuff together. So trying to find a hobby that we have, even if it's really small, like just doing a crossword puzzle every week, but something small that we do together. Uh, Physically, I did put down that I want to do another mutter. Now, I I don't know if a tough mutter is possible, but I also find that I need to sign up like, and I like very big goals. Like that's like, so you're talking about why are you so competitive? And I was like, why do I like extreme things? You know, like, why do I like going and working on a farm in the middle of nowhere for a month? Like I like frightening myself. 
And so I need something that's going to push me. So I'm saying a mutter for now, but I'm up to, if anybody has any ideas, let me know. But I keep into the point where, you know, I used to backpack by myself. So the idea is like, should I, should that be my goal that I look to do a backpacking trip alone and getting in shape enough to do that? Maybe that's the goal. I have to work on that a little bit. And then the other one is to, this sounds really funny, but I want to stand in my self-worth. And I know that sounds really vague, but I find myself when I'm mentoring students, they're doing a better job standing in their own self-worth with negotiating salary, with, you know, defining what they want and standing in that. And I have always been such a pleaser that in feeling, you know, quite frankly, this is that thing everybody says have gratitude. I have a lot of gratitude, but I've always been so grateful for every opportunity I've had that I don't ask for what I deserve deserve. yeah, or what I've earned. And so I want to do a better job of that. I'm slowly doing it, but I have a lot more work to do in that realm. And so whether it's setting boundaries, because in the end, I want to make money doing less work. Like I want to make the same amount of money, but I want to be less busy. I don't believe that I have to work a 16 hour day. I I don't want to do that anymore. So good. Standing in my own self-worth and and however that comes up, I don't know how that's going to play out. I have made strides, but I want to continue doing that. And then, yeah, I think the other one is to also let go of being age conscious. Like that is still, you know, and this is the year my face fell. So it's a hard thing. Like this is the year. Your face did not fall. I have jowls now. I never had jowls. So I look in the mirror and I'm very aware that like I'm aging. And so I I want to, I'm I'm feeling graceful about it. I'm not running out to go get a facelift, but I mean, it's, I want to be okay with it and not worry about it because there's so much stuff I still want to do. But we're in midlife. Technically, this is midlife now. This is not old. No, I don't feel old. No, I don't feel old. I just, and I really want something new. Like I keep telling Eric, I was like, I don't actually even care what's next. I just want it to be really new. And I'm starting, and that's, and it has to have a point of view. And this sounds really, I'm going to say something really vulnerable, and I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but this is sort of how I feel about Los Angeles, which really frustrates so many people, because I love the diversity here. I love the food here. I love so much about LA, but sitting in my house, I feel like it's a middle of the road, suburban kind of life that's neither urban nor really suburban or rural, and it just doesn't have a strong point of view, and I find that I don't, even aesthetically, I don't necessarily love mid-century, I don't necessarily love, like, boho, but I do, I can live in anything as long as there's a strong point of view, and I feel that's what's lacking from my life. Where I lived in San Francisco, I, I didn't have a car, I lived in an apartment, I felt so strong in that point of view and that's what I'm missing I am missing that and I don't I'm trying to create that here and maybe I can I mean this could be me being short-sighted you know like of course you can but it doesn't resonate with me I mean it's just like people love desert landscape it's never I I can admire it it's never going to resonate with me it just doesn't it doesn't you know, I don't feel the vibrations the same way. I just don't. You know, when everybody says, like, what's your favorite place in nature? 
you know, I am picturing a pine forest. It's just, it's going to be what I always picture. Or, you know, the lake country in England. I mean, those are the two places where I'm going to like think, oh, that's peace for me. <clears throat> so anyway, that's, so I still have a lot of work to do on forming what the specific goals are, like how I'm going to get there. But I'm one day at a time. And sleeping, the sleep thing, I kind of feel like everything comes from me not feeling tired all day. Like I have too many days where I'm exhausted. Two years ago, that was my goal to fix my sleep. I got a whoop. That was the first thing I did. Right. Um, you got that. I have a Fitbit, but I've been thinking about getting the um, the Fitbit. Part of it is it's so freaking ugly. I just hate wearing it. I was thinking about getting the aura ring. The whoop is so small. Like it's, and I like, because it doesn't just track my sleep, but the best sleep tracker in the, there is in the market. It also tracks your respiratory rate, which is really good uh, now with COVID. Because yeah. if your respiratory rate starts to climb um, higher than your average, you know, it, it, it it's almost a precursor to you having symptoms. Almost always. Do you anyway. find that the track, do you find that all the tracking, like, I don't know if all the tracking leads to stress. For Shane, it really does. Like he told me all, he tells me all the time that the, uh, when I'll say to him sometimes in the morning that I'm only 25% recovered from yesterday. And he goes, you know, knowing all of that should makes, you know, will probably stress you out and that's why you're not recovering. I feel empowered by having this information, especially now that I've done. So now that I have the whoop and I understand how that works and now I'm doing this, I did that sleep course on masterclass. I found out what my chronotype is. All of these things are working together for me to build a better life overall. I mean, I found out that I was having uh, caffeine way too late in the day. Even if I have a decaffeinated tea at seven o'clock at night, decaffeinated tea still has caffeine. And yeah. so this was part of the problem. And the minute I cut that, I'm talking literally the next day, my sleep improved the next day. And so like there's little steps every yeah. week, I'm just fine tuning them. But yes, for some people, I know it would, I, I think it would stress them out. Like Shane, I was going to buy Shane a whoop because Shane has really bad sleep. And I was going to buy him one, but he has already said that having that kind of tracking would stress him out. And I don't want to stress him out. So if you are really dedicated to fixing your sleep, you will have to figure out a way of of finding out this information and then using it to your best ability without it stressing you out. I feel empowered, right? It no, helps I don't make know. my I, I'm not sure. I just have to be careful that I don't start tracking every element of my life. Like, so right now I have a goal. I'm working on something else. Like I'm working on writing something else in addition to the essays. And I'm just trying to, I'm trying to do 5,000 words a week. And so I'm tracking them, right? Like every time I sit down at yeah. the computer, I'm doing it and I write in my calendar a thousand words. I am trying to track my workouts to make sure that I'm working out like five times a week. And so like I'm tracking that. I'm worried for me, like, cause I'm a cheater. This sounds awful, but like, even with like the Fitbit, if I was like, oh, make sure you do 10,000 like steps or whatever. I was like, oh, fuck it. I don't give a shit. You know, it's like, I can't, I rail against some of it. And I do find that I end up going down the rabbit hole 
of like looking at analytics when I really could just then be working out. Like, you know what I mean? Or like, or doing something else. It is, it's a, it's a slippery thing. Yeah. And it's a balance, right? Like, so the thing is that I'm right now, I think what I'm doing is just getting in routines. And then if I need, again, this is the, it's that concept of, I don't want to buy a new thing. Yeah. And you don't have to work because the thing is, if I might find, I want the thing after I have a routine. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, so if I have a routine set up, then I want to know more and get to the next level. Maybe I'm going to buy something, but it's that same concept of Americans, especially we all want the quick fix. So like buy the something that's going to fix the something. And, and, but then there's that balance, right? Like Eric and I want to get, neither of us have a bike anymore. So we were going to get bikes because we can ride by the LA river. And so then we're discussing our bike budget. I'm like, well, he's like, let's get really cheap bikes. And I'm like, well, if they're so cheap that the chain is falling off all the time or it doesn't work or the gears don't shift, we're not going to want to ever get on a bike because it's going to be crap. Like you have to, it is, it's just like, you don't want to get really bad running sneakers when you start running. because you're going to hurt so much that you never want to get you're never going to want to run again I mean the thing that made me run when I was training for the mutter was I went out and bought really good running shoes so I could run like 10 miles and it it didn't it was that also inspires you having that purchase inspires you yeah absolutely when it comes to this kind of thing with your sleep by the way, the guy who does the chronotypes has a TED talk where he talks about how two people of two different types of two different chronotypes can manage their life together. Oh, I'm gonna I'll send you that. the TED talk. Um, and the book, and in the book, he also further discusses this. But one of the things about that, when I first started this thing about sleep, I didn't realize there was a certain point, get to, you get to a certain point with your routines. Like I definitely got into a routine of going to sleep at a certain time and waking up at a certain time, but right. you get to a certain point where you actually need the data. Yeah. No, right? I, so I, you know, and I, at the time I had an Apple watch and I, and which I have given up completely because they're pieces of shit and you don't need them. <laughs> But I found like, so I got the whoop and the whoop is fantastic because of, of the, I'm a big whoop person. I will, I'm a big whoop component. Even By the way, whoop. this podcast makes no money off of whoop. Makes no money off of whoop. <laughs> whoop sponsors no one. <laughs> so anyway, I, I, I like all the metrics that it tracks. And then, but then it doesn't track your steps, which is a big which was became a thing uh, um, halfway through this year when I needed to start adding cardio, quote unquote, to my day. I hate cardio. You know this. So like, I'm not running. That is just not happening. I got on like what my bootleg assault bike every now and again, but I hate that too. So I started walking and it was like this 10,000 steps. And I was like, I have to track the steps because, and it doesn't track it on the whoop. It's the only thing it doesn't track. And I'm like, I'm not buying a Fitbit to track my steps. I'm not spending all this money. And then it just, by chance, I was watching some guy who does like, it's called TechSmart on KTLA in the morning. And he had this $30 watch you could buy on Amazon that tracks your steps. It does everything that a Fitbit does. It's $30. I wear it and I love it. No, that's great. I track my steps now. Right. And for the longest time, I found it really difficult to get those 10,000 steps. Well, the thing is, once you get, I found, and the thing is you don't need to, once you know 
what you need to do to get those steps, you actually don't need to really wear it anymore unless you're really trying to track or build up. But I know what my walk needs to be twice a day in the neighborhood to get to 10,000 steps. I do know what it needs to be, but it's about seven miles. Like it's about seven miles walking. For me, it was yesterday was six. Yeah. No, it was before we, we did it earlier than six, but like I, yesterday it was like 17,000 steps for the day, which is a lot for me, but you know, it's just that, but see also with my whoop, it told, I, I tracked that I was walking and then it adds that this you've done this amount of strain for the day, which then kind of has been bothering me because like this is a metrics that I really have never followed before. When you overstrain your body, you then have a harder time recovering. And so without even working out, just with that walk yesterday, I went over the strain that I had that I was allotted because I wasn't as I wasn't as recovered, like I wasn't a hundred percent recovered wow. for the day. Because anytime I drink alcohol, anytime I drink alcohol, the very next day, my recovery is shit. Yeah, that makes sense. And this is like the age, and part of it is, you know, my relationship to alcohol probably needs to change too. I mean, I'm not an alcoholic by any means, but I like a drink to decompress every night. And I need to, I have no problem with doing that, nor do I judge anybody doing that. But for me and looking to, fix sleep, I'm going to have to change my relationship to alcohol. And that's what I mean by saying like I'm really dedicated this year. Like if I that means I have to give up my red wine with dinner every night, like I'm gonna do it. We'll we'll check in and see. But I can help you with that and keep you accountable with that. We can keep each other accountable with the binging and the drinking and the exactly. All right. Well this sounds good. All right. Well we've been going about an hour and a half. So we should say goodbye to our listeners. Yes, because it's, as you can hear, the dogs have had enough. The dogs want to go outside again. So <laughs> everybody, we have a really good lineup of guests. Lineup of guests this um, coming month and a half. So please tune in. We drop our episodes every Wednesday. You can get us anywhere you get your podcast. Check us out at womenbridgingthegap.com. Yep. And Lenya. I'm going to see you at a podcast record in a couple of days. Yes. See your face. And And we're going to double up. I know. It's so exciting. All right, sweetie. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Bye.